Welcome to this edition of Brother Reg. I'm your host, Reg Allen, and I'm joined by my good friend, JT. JT, it's good to have you on again. Hey, thanks for having me, Reg. We are now in week two of the new year, 2023, and of course, I'm still going to keep writing 2022 until around June or July, but... As we all do. <laughs> but welcome, welcome to this edition. I, I think... Um, one of the things I wanted to share about, and JT, I think I've, I've told you a little bit about this. I had, anybody that knows me knows that I have this love of arm wrestling. And arm wrestling is just one of those things where it's like an old man, it's an old man skill where nobody, you, you can only really think it's a real sport if you're good at it. And if you're not good at it, you just tell people it's not a real sport. But um, a year, it, it, I guess it's been about a year, about a year ago, we were coming up to the state fair of Idaho and we, Sarah Lynn and I and the kids were walking by and we saw this stage with these lights and music pumping and people were saying, Hey, look, we're getting ready for the Idaho state championship arm wrestling. I told Sarah Lynn, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is so awesome. And, and JT, you you ever had that moment right before you do something scary where you feel your heart start pumping? Oh yeah. Just that absolute adrenaline. It was like, there was something in me that I'm like, oh my gosh, I am meant for this competition, which was crazy because if you looked at the crowd, these are people that have been training all year to be in this competition. And, uh, and on the stage, I told Sarah Lynn, we stood there for a minute. I could feel my heart pumping and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I know I didn't sign up. I didn't register. I'm just going to go up there and ask if I can join the tournament. So I walked, I walked up to the stage and found someone. I just said, Hey, do you have any spots in the bracket? And he's like, well, we do have, we do have a spot open in the master's tournament. And by the way, I didn't really know what that meant, but I'm like, that sounds good. turns out that it's for people like 30 and plus 30 plus or uh -huh. something. But I, I entered this, this, uh, tournament and I've never done a professional arm wrestling tournament or anything. Um, I would beat college students to feel like I was the real deal, but that's about it. And, uh, and so it came up to the turn to my turn and I got up there and the lights were on me and all these people are watching. And I just thought to myself, I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. So I, I arm wrestled the first guy and I won by such a huge amount that it was like, it was so good for my self-esteem and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just won one of these arm wrestling, you know, whatever it's called, not a tournament match match. And so then I moved on and then the next one I won even easier. And I'm like, this is crazy. I actually legitimately have a chance. And every time my mindset going up there was, I have nothing to lose. I'm a nobody. I, I don't, it's not like I'm a pro arm wrestler. And before I knew it, I was wrestling off in the top four places of the tournament. And, and when it was all done, I ended up taking third place in this, in the Idaho state arm wrestling competition. And I got this plaque and I took this picture of myself looking so proud to have done it. And, and looking at it, I'm like, it made my month. I really, I really loved it. And I think, 
And, and JT, I'm sure I called you feeling pumped out of my mind. Oh, absolutely. And it's such a reg thing to do too. Just to show <laughs> up and just like, you know, I'm going to do this. It was, it was, it was a really fun time. And my kids were cheering me on and Sarah Lynn was pumped. And I just, at, at the time, I think it would have been different had I prepared for the whole year and I was a professional arm wrestler. But in this case, it was just, it was just me, right? It was just me. I did it on a whim. I followed the hard, scary thing and, and there was an awesome payoff. And, and as time went on, it was funny because right after I started telling people, I posted something on social media and I told people about it and I thought, oh my gosh, people started coming to me saying, let's arm wrestle, let's arm wrestle. And then I started feeling this anxiety because people would come up to me and say, you're number three in the state. And wow, that's so awesome. Now, luckily, by the way, anyone that's listening to this, you can't see JT right now, but JT has never lost to me. I don't think JT's ever lost to me in arm wrestling. I have actually. Have you lost to me? Yep. Uh, it was probably seven or 10 years ago. Was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but JT, JT beats me every time I arm wrestle him, but luckily he was out of the state and not in the tournament at the time. <laughs> but, but looking at it, so I, I'd, I'd have these people say, let's arm wrestle. And I started feeling this pressure and Hiram and Am and my two oldest boys would arm wrestle me all the time. And it was just so easy to beat them. And Hiram and Ammon would always say, let's arm wrestle. It's like, well, it was beautiful. Of course they want to arm wrestle. They had nothing to lose. They had nothing to lose and everything to gain. And as my, as my ego and my reputation on doing well in arm wrestling increased in my own mind, I had more and more to lose when we would arm wrestle. Well, about two, maybe two months ago, Hiram said, let's arm wrestle. And Hiram legitimately beat me. And he didn't just beat me. It was like, are you kidding? He beat me badly. And in that moment, it was this mixture of feelings of being really happy for him and really kind of bummed that somehow as a 43 year old, it's like game over when your 18 year old beats you, it's just over. So, so for me, I, I think about it with Hiram and Hiram had the same experience I had. He had nothing to lose. He only had something to gain. And so often, but, and, and by the way, I am pumped for Hiram. And ever since he beat me for the record, he's beat me every single time after that. He just had to cross that, that mental barrier of just knowing that he could beat me. But there's a power and, and now Hiram is in a difficult spot because now when he arm wrestles me, he has something to lose and I have nothing to lose. And I think sometimes we guard against the things that we're good at and things that we're strong at, and we don't want to lose that because we have some ego on the line. But I'm telling you, the greatest moments of victory for me have been when I go after something with nothing to lose. So I, I know, for instance, I know that some of my listeners are starting this new year, getting excited to start a business, looking to create a side gig, looking to do things. And I'm telling you, you are in your most powerful position when you have nothing to lose. Take the chance. Take the risk. You have nothing to lose. You might as well go at it. And if you're, and, and if you're lucky, you might end up being one of the best at it. And at minimum, you at least went for it. 
So that's really counterintuitive, right? A lot of people think there's always something to lose, especially if you're starting a business or starting a new goal or something like that. There seems like a lot of ego to it, but there really isn't, right? So what's the useful way to do that? How do you how do you think about that and apply that in a different way? I think I think uh, for me entering the tournament, I knew that I had nothing to lose, and I just thought all I can do is win. All I can do is gain. If I win any match, or if I don't win any, at least I went for it. And I think if we go on, we go at it with a with a mindset of I have nothing to lose. Um, speaking of arm wrestling, when when the boys, I, I love wrestling. I love what it develops in kids. And when Hiram was uh, wrestling in in high school, early in high school, one time he he lost a match, and I pulled him aside and I said, Hiram, what what went on in that match? And he tried to explain. I said, Hiram, I watched you. It looked like you were wrestling to not lose instead of wrestling to win. When we, when we wrestle to win or the equivalent of just taking action, no, it's not going to be perfect. No, it's not guaranteed to create revenue or profitability. But who you become in the process of just taking action is what it is that develops you into a greater entrepreneur in the future greater results in the future by just taking action and saying, it's not about the action. It's not about the side gig. It's not about spending all year trying to decide what it is that you're going to do. Take some action, do something. And who you become in the process is what's actually valuable. You know, what I loved about what you did is you didn't call me. You didn't call all your other friends and say, Hey, should I do this? You just did it. There was just a definitive uh, action point that you you focused on and went for it. You can you can feel that in your gut when you're going to do something, you feel it, and when you feel that nervousness, it means it's time. If you don't feel that nervousness, you're probably not going after the right things. When when I look at um, and some of these adventures or these business opportunities, I reflect on the beginning of the million dollar challenge where it was like, you know what, I'm going to sell the dollar bill for two bucks, or I'm going to clean someone's toilet. If I were to spend all year thinking about what it is I'm going to do, another year passes. I might as well take the action today. It certainly is a, a relationship that you have with that action, right? Because a lot of people choose to avoid because they don't have all the particulars down. But if you just focus on that point and just move forward, there's so much so much value and power in that. You just get traction from it. You know what I, I would love? For those of you listening, I would love to hear ideas or, or experiences that you have of what you're going to do to just what what is the equivalent for you of entering that arm wrestling competition? What's the equivalent for you for taking action, even though you're not certain which way to go? There's a saying that I learned um, when I was 19 that I loved that says, "If I think I can't, I must, and if I must, I will." Powerful people learn how to move things from shoulds to must. And when things are a must, it will be absolutely a done deal. Thank you so much for joining us, JT. Thanks for joining. Loved having you again. A pleasure. Thanks, Reg. Love you, friends. Talk to you soon. Three, two, one.